Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to beat it, baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. dope discussion listeners we're going to get into well our topics for tonight we're going to be talking about um gator wanted to gator wanted to talk about should you tell a friend if they're uh if the person they're in a relationship if it's if that person is no good for them um should you in the friend role is that your place to tell your friend that, or should you just let them find out on their own? And our second topic we're going to be talking about tonight, college, going to college. Is college, (laughs) (laughs) nowadays in our society, do you feel like college is linked to a higher level of success or is it more linked to a deeper level of debt? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I got my opinions on that right now, but let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it, but we're going to get into our little segment that we call Get to Know Us Better. Wow. So we're going to have a little fun with some questions. It's just going to, I got what? I got us four questions, and we're both going to give our answers. Just, just maybe one line sentence couple of sentences to answer the question. We're not going to hold the uh, the segment up too long. It's right. just designed for our listeners to get to know us better, like random, um, random little information about us for y'all to get to know us better. Um, just something to have fun with. And as we go along, the more questions we answer, the better you get to know us. And see, cool. I'm telling you guys now, <laughs> What? Don't be scared when uh-huh. you hear my answers to these questions because y'all <laughs> asked for it. I'm just gonna say that. All right, so here's the first question. You ready, Gator? I am ready. Let's go. First question: Who is your celebrity crush? Oh wow! See, that's a that is a that's actually a really good question. If I had to say. Who is the celebrity crush? 
Oh man. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it short and say uh Paula Patton, but I'm gonna leave it at that. Because I, that one, that's one I would have to to really think about because I could switch that up a whole bunch of different ways. But yeah, <laughs> you know. That, I mean, because I, I got a bunch of them that's coming to my head, but I'll just go Paula Patton right now. Okay. I When I was writing the question down, I was trying to think, too. So I'm going to just go with the easiest question for me because he's the one that's, like, last on my mind. I, I was trying to go back and think, think, but I'm going to just go with Omari Hardwick from Power. Oh. Oh, wow. You know what? You and like 50 million other people. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about it is like, I really started, I started liking him. I don't remember if you, I don't know if you remember the movie um, Next Day Air. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I started liking him. You know, a lot of people are into him and I'm just kind of like, you know, he, he, he's, He's that guy. He's he is 2020 Shamar Moore. You remember when everybody was like, oh, no, oh, no, it's not. It's not the same. Shamar. I never liked Shamar Moore. Oh, I never did. You. Uh, you know, so that's how that's how he was back then. I uh, I never did like him. Oh, really? No. You didn't like Shamar. You know what? I can see no. that. I can see that with you because you probably would be like, he too light skinned and trifling. I, I know. <laughs> no. I, I already know. I don't know. He just, I don't know. He too pretty or something. I don't yeah, know. That's what I'm going to say. He too, he too pretty for you. You need somebody who's going to be like, me smash. Me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need that masculine, bearded uh, Adonis. <laughs> I wish you could have heard the uh, the joke that Mario told last night about when he was asking the women, "What do you? What's the first thing you notice about a man?" Man, that was that was that was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, on to our number two question. All right, name a food that you could eat every day and never get tired of. Oh man! Oh, a food that I can eat every day and not get tired. <laughs> Dang! You know what? Probably gumbo, seafood gumbo. We gotta have some scrimp in there. Scrimp. You know? If they got some scrimp, I'm good. <laughs> you know? Any, matter of fact, let's take it like that. Anything with scrimp in it. So oh, be, so you can just eat scrimps every day. Yeah, I can eat scrimp every day. It could be scrimp fettuccine. It could be scrimp gumbo. It could be <laughs> scrimp etouffee. Oh, all right, bubble, bubble gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can eat chicken. Chicken every day. Chicken, yes. But see, chicken have so many different variations. You can fry yeah. it. You can bake it. You can throw. Look, I'll be throwing it in the air fryer and doing rotisseries with it. You know, I mean, there's so much you could do with it. You know, chicken wings, chicken nuggets, chicken patties, chicken pot pie, chicken <laughs> breast, fried chicken, baked chicken, barbecue chicken. Right. Yeah, you could do so much with it. 
It, the chicken, chicken is a very versatile bird, as they say. <laughs> very, very instinct bird, uh, uh, almost extinct bird. Right, <laughs> right. Like, like my granddad, my granddaddy said, a yard bird. Uh, <laughs> no. I, remember, I remember my grandmother used to uh, raise chickens and kill her own chickens. Yeah, see, they used to do that back in the day, man. Back in Louisiana, especially, that was a big thing. Like, you have, you know, your neighbor has some chickens or whatever, and uh, like you, you come up here, people will look at you crazy if you had a chicken. Like <laughs> people down there now in Louisiana look at you crazy. You got a what in your yard? A what? A chicken? Girl, is you you country bumpkin? <laughs> Raised around chickens, the roosters used to wake us up. Yeah, yeah, they used to have a oh, they used to have a rooster in my neighborhood back when I was growing up. And this was the only person that I knew. This I knew that that the country people be having chickens. They had one in their yard. They had a, a bunch of chickens, and they had one in their yard. And every morning, right around daybreak, it was <laughs> got the yelling and screaming. I'd be like, bruh. <laughs> like, like, shut up, dog. <laughs> and um, it's <laughs> them roosters uh, uh will uh chase you too. Oh heck yeah, roosters will. Not only will they chase you, they will chase you till they get you, and they will scratch you the hell up. <laughs> Shoot, I done had to run from roosters before. It ain't no, no, no laugh. It ain't no game. <laughs> That same rooster that I was talking about just then, we decided when I was in middle school, man, we're going to go get this rooster, bro. I'm tired of him waking us up on the, you know what I'm saying, on the weekends and stuff. So, what was y'all going to do? Shoot it? Well, we ain't know. We, we hadn't thought the plan through. We were saying, okay, let's go get the rooster. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't know what the plan was after that. You know, then none of us know how to how to kill it and skin it, so we wasn't gonna eat it. <laughs> you know, so we, we went to go get him. We say we was gonna go get him, and we got in that yard. He turned around and looked at us, and he gave us <laughs> that look like we was prey. You know, uh-huh. oh snap! When I say we ran, we was doing a hundred miles an hour trying to get away. <laughs> And he he straight up. They say that 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 roosters and those chickens like that can't fly. That's a lie. Yes, they can. Yes, they that's, can. That's a lie. Because <laughs> when I ran down the street, I tried to jump past this little car. He jumped over the car. Like, oh no, we better. And and that's what y'all get. <laughs> right. Right. And right. That's what <laughs> ain't no so, number here's a here's a number three question. All right. Um I don't even know if you're into uh horror movies like this, but I definitely am. So werewolves or vampires? Who vampires. And let me tell you why. You know, like, are we talking about do we, what would you rather deal with, a vampire or a werewolf? What's your favorite? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do, got to do vampires because vampires could be cool and smooth. You know what I'm saying? They could once they get bit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a little rough getting bit, but then after that, you know what I'm saying? You can go, you know, 
living dead type stuff and just chill. You know, you get the dress fly. I don't, I don't want to be like those mindless vampires. I want to be like a Lestat vampire. You know what I'm saying? Where they I'm do nothing in the daytime. Well, I mean, I'm cool with that. It'd be hot outside anyway. I want. <laughs> I mean, I can chill. You know, in the house. You know, I mean, air conditioning and all that kind of stuff during the day. I'm good with it. <laughs> just, just come. I up. like werewolves. I'm a werewolf girl. Like I love the um the Underworld series. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the werewolf series. The werewolves always beat their butts. Well, yeah, that is very very true. You know, I mean, the werewolves are stronger. I'm just saying yeah. that the the vampires are just more smooth. And the, the special effects are better. I love the special effects of the werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I can, like I say, I, I think vampire. It would be cool to be a vampire just because I feel like you you living for centuries. You know, you you just basically just every once in a while got to go suck somebody's blood, and that's about it. Yeah, that's the thing I don't like. I ain't drinking no blood. I mean, you know, it's it's. It's it's a little gross, but what would you rather? <laughs> Bellwolves be doing some gangster stuff too. They be all <laughs> people apart. I'd rather try to bite you on your neck and be all seductive with it than try to be like, "Ooh, I'm about to eat you." You know what I'm saying? I'm about to rip you apart and eat you. What the, what what kind of look is that? That ain't romantic. That ain't no. Uh, <laughs> you know? I'm not thinking about no romance. You know, that's why that's why I didn't never get those Twilight movies. Because it was like, oh, I gotta choose between the werewolf and the vampire. You know what I'm saying? The vampire. I didn't like the Twilight movies because the wolves look like big dogs. They don't look like they're not scary. Right, right, right. I mean they 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 have some sort of punk wolves. You know what I'm saying? But but just saying though, I mean, I would rather the vampire because, you know, hey, the worst he gonna do is bite you and you gonna live forever with him and the undead. The wolf might flash out and next thing you know, he trying to take your head off. That's a completely different <laughs> monster. Literally. I can't do it. I can't go to sleep next to you and then wake up and you are looking like Michael Jackson from Thriller. You know what I'm saying? Gonna have me trying to try to run for my life in the middle of the night. Shoot, I ain't even awake. How I'm gonna deal with that? Here's our okay. last question. Reading books, right. do you do you prefer a, a physical book in your hand or do you prefer audio books? Alright, so this question I have to be real. I have yet to do my audio book thing. I, I signed up for Audible. And I got free books waiting on me, and I still ain't did. <laughs> I still ain't did. I used to read a lot, but I haven't been reading as much lately. I think I would be good with audio books though, because I feel like I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm always moving, always going. I think it's a little easier uh, to multitask while listening to a book than it is to actually read it. Although I would prefer to sit there and read a book. I think for me, I. Nowadays, I think I would have to pick the audible ver you know, the audible version. That you know, I guess I need to start reading again. You know, <laughs> I, as much as audio books are convenient, I can't. I gotta have a book in my hand, and I gotta be able to turn the pages and mark my pages. And 
in audiobook, I'm not going to be as as focused on it because I'm going to be thinking about other things. Like when I'm sitting down with my book and reading, right? I can get I can actually get lost in a book when I'm reading a book and it's good and I got my hands on the book. But just listening to it, my mind would start to wonder. Right. And I think you got a point right there, though. Like, I think you would get and maybe that's why I need to make sure that I get some more physical uh, material in my hand in those scenarios. Because I think with the audible book, you miss the the actual immersiveness. Like when you actually pick it up a book in your hands, you're going to be immersed in that book. You know, mm-hmm. and you like to say you turn in the pages, you getting into what the story is and everything. With an audio book, it's easy for you to tune out for a quick second to focus your attention on something else. So yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I think the uh, the physical book would probably be better. You know, uh, but I, I definitely would have to go with the audio book because I ain't gonna read nothing if I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. That was our segment of Get to Know Us Better. Audience, we're going to do this. We're going to try to do this maybe every, maybe not every every other episode. Because pretty soon, y'all going to get to know too much about us. Then you ain't going to want to listen no more. Well, here's the thing, though. If, we, if they know too much about us, that might be scary. At least for me. It might be scary. They might be like, oh, I don't know, girl. Now he, I think he, he might can. need to. We might not need to be tuning in to know more of their show. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause Gator, cause Gator live. <laughs> Gator live, man. That boy there, he he done been through some stuff. Which I, <laughs> I, I, you know, every 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 lesson is a blessing. I'll say that. Yeah. I done been through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to get into this first topic. And actually, this was a topic that Gator chose. Gator wanted to really talk about this. So I definitely want to hear his perspective on should you tell a friend if their mate is not good for them? Um, And for me, I've never been the type to like, I don't offer I don't offer anything unless it's asked of me. Right, right. You gotta really, cause I'm this type of person where I'm not, <laughs> I can't sugarcoat. I'm not gonna try to really beat around the bush. So if you really, really, really want my opinion, I got to make sure that you can really, really handle it. Right. Not get offended. And we can still be friends afterwards. Right. I actually, I actually lost a friend like that, which as I look back on it, I don't really feel like it was a real friendship because I only told her what she asked me. Right. And I did not say it in any kind of negative way, nasty. I just actually answered the question that she asked me because she continued to ask me over and over again. And I contemplated, you know, for a while, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to get in the middle of that. I don't want to say nothing. I, you know, that's her relationship. Right. You know, and then most of the time, 
A woman, you can't really tell a woman something about her man that she does not already know. I mean, you I mean, should confirm. A lot, of people, <laughs> a lot of people try to pretend like, you know, they're, they didn't know this, or they didn't know that, but I just don't believe that. I believe you already know what you have. You just, you want confirmation. Right. Or you want people to kind of talk you into what you really want to do. Right, right. Um, but she kept asking me, and so I finally told her. <laughs> and what you asking for, girl? <laughs> right. And then after that, she didn't want to talk no more. And I was like, well, so you really didn't really want to hear my opinion. You wanted me to tell you what you wanted to hear. Right. And no. I feel like well, that's not a real friend anyway. Yeah, most times when people ask you what your opinion is or something, it's usually because they just want to confirm if they're in the right direction of thinking. Um, right. And if you if your direction conflicts with what they have, then a lot of times they'll withdraw completely from you. They'll, you know, kind of pull back a little bit. Like, they're not thinking on the same wavelength. They want you to confirm that their bad decision is actually the right decision to make. Um, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that same, you know, wheelhouse as you are. But, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I'm not in the business of offering advice that people didn't ask me for. Right, right, right. I'm the same way. I'm like that. If you just come up to me and start giving me unsolicited advice about something, I'm like, who asked you? For real, get the hint, Satan. I didn't ask you that. (laughs) I don't don't give people advice unless they really, really ask me for it. Right. So if I see a friend in a relationship and and it's it's really bad, it's toxic, it's causing her, you know... um, heartache and pain and everything i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be their support you know i might say girl you don't deserve this or you know you know how long how long are you willing to put up with this right what 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 steps do you need to take to you know get in the right mindset to realize this is wrong for you right right but I've never been the type of person to say, girl, you need to leave him. If I was you, this is what I'll do. I wouldn't take all that because we can't, most women can't tell another woman that because we have all taken stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I feel like, so, so my thought on it is that it's levels to it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in a scenario where you just feel like this man just ain't good for your girl, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe he, you know, you don't like the way he walk, uh, you know, he his job ain't good enough for you, uh, you know what I'm saying? You you want her to do better in that, in that aspect. Then, you know, this person is living their life, keep their mouth shut, you know, keep your mouth shut and, you know, do whatever. But when you when you're dealing with a scenario where you have a friend who's going through, you know, domestic abuse or, you know, or, and when I say that, I mean, physical and verbal and mental. Um, yeah. You know, when you have those types of things happening or when you are aware that, you know, 
she's putting up with some things that maybe she shouldn't be putting up with. Uh, and, and, and I won't just take it to, to women. I'll take it to guys too. A lot of times guys are the most afraid to tell their friends that, you know, well, we'll tell you, we'll, we'll tell them, but we'll, we'll, we'll be joking with him. You know, if he's in like a, a, a strong relationship, we'll just feel like, you know, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't all business. Like, I've seen guys hold back. Like I seen your girl cheating, but I ain't tell you, bro, because I ain't want to ruin your day. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to, you know, mess up what you had. You know? Huh? Yeah. Well, in an instance like that, like if you actually see something with your eyes, and you know that your friend don't know that. I I think I think you have a duty. I mean, because now you're gonna be going around him, you're gonna be going around her, and you're gonna be acting like you don't know. And then when your friend do find out, you can be like, "So you knew all the while you had me around this girl looking right. stupid, right? You ain't tell me she was messing around on me, hey, right, man? I was just you know what I'm saying, playing my position, dog. Oh, man, that, that wasn't none of my business." You know, that oh wasn't my business, bro. You know what I'm saying? I was just chilling. You know, I mean, so, I mean, I feel like if you see your friend, somebody that you love, and you see them going through, and I'm not talking about like, oh, this is my acquaintance, this is my little friend from work. I'm talking about like your best friend, your ride or die, and you sitting there, and you see that the person they with is causing them all kinds of unwanted stress and, and strife in their life. You know, I mean, it's, I, don't, I feel like it's okay to be like, Girl, let me, let me talk to you. What What is going on? Why are you still there? You know you got all kind of drama and stuff going on with them. You know, maybe you need to look in a different area, you know, for, for, for you know, a mate. Because he ain't he ain't working out. I'm, I'm good with telling somebody, say, bro, I ain't going to lie. Your girl's trash, dog. I mean, <laughs> I may not say it like that, but you feel like, <laughs> you're like like, hey, man, I mean, you know, you may look to, to, to you know, try something different, man. There are other fish in the sea. I mean, we're outnumbered five to one. I mean, you ain't got to stay with the bad one. Try out the other folk. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I feel where you're coming from, but I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, you got to. I feel like if that's really your friend, then it's not in your best interest to, you know, to, to stay silent because you don't necessarily want them hurt either. Especially if you can look and see, you know how you can see that train coming from down the road. Like, yeah, you, you, you know where it's going, you know, you know, that your girl, you know, she used that first relationship was, was, was nice. But now all of a sudden she calling you at 10 30, 11 o'clock at night, just venting about stuff that he doing. He ain't made it home. He ain't this, he ain't that. You know, he still ain't got no job, girl. He just, da, 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 da. you know, I'm trying to be supportive, but I don't know. There's a lot of women who are trying to hold on to guys, you know, just to keep themselves from having to deal with the ramifications of not having that person in their life, which could be a beautiful thing. But, you know, a lot of people are scared. A lot of people don't want to be lonely. A lot of people feel like, you know, being with this person, you didn't invested so much time in this person that you don't want to take that extra step of leaving, you know, even if it's something that might be for your benefit. So I think yeah. sometimes you being able to kind of say, you know what, girl, I, I can see this too. 
I can see outside, you know, and I mean, you may not be feeling like this, but you know, I, I, I think Reggie is trash, man. And you may not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, just saying, you know, I mean, you never know because that may be the thing that sparks that thing in their head to say, Hey, you know what? Maybe I do deserve better. You know, maybe I knew, you know, I ain't talking about being messy. Cause you know they they that's that's a different thing because there are some people out there who just do it and play it in a way that they just trying to be messy with the scenario. Oh yeah, you know. I I I there's a there's like a real there's a thin line between a person who is like really concerned about you and and want to see the best for you, and then there's a there's another side of when you have somebody who's like, like they're your friend, but they're secretly like hating on you. Right. And right. <laughs> they, they're always bringing you some information that's going to hurt you. Like who really cares about you that would always try to bring you information that's going to hurt you. Right. Where right. you have to tread lightly with a friendship. It's like, I have some information that can hurt her feelings but she needs to know but how do i deliver it in a way where you know it doesn't like tear her down right right a lot of friends they just they can't wait to run Girl, you think you think he did she she and you know in the back of their mind they're saying she think he this and she think he did and right, I'm right. Her what I saw. So Look, like, that, that's not your friend. Right. You know what though? A lot of women when their friend comes at them with that, if it's a good, you know, if it's one of those people who's actually coming in with, you know, true concerns, a lot of women will be like, She just want my man. That's all it is. Right. And, and some women do th- some women do feel like that, and that's what keeps them from actually telling their friend when they find out something. But um, I don't know. I just I just don't. I I'm trying to think. Have I ever been in a situation where I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I had some information about my friend's man because most of the time they already knew it. Um, I had one friend in a situation where she was the one telling me all the stuff he was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I talked to her, she caught him doing this. She caught this in his phone. She found him at the woman house. And I'm like, oh, all kinds of stuff. So I was like, there's nothing that I could tell her that she don't already know anyway. So one night we was out. I was out at, at the club and he was there, but she wasn't there. And he was actually talking to a woman that she already knew he had been like messing around with. And he, he saw me and he saw me that I saw him. So he figured that I was going to go back and tell her, so he tried to go tell her some old stupid story to try to make punch. Right. <laughs> try to do damage control because he thought I was gonna go tell. And I was like, I even I didn't even have any intentions of telling her that because she already know that. Mm. 
you know, she's told me so many times about you and this girl. So, I mean, it ain't like I'm telling her nothing new. Right. But what pissed me off with it is that when he tried to run back and tell the story, he going to tell her that me, him, and the girl that he messes with was standing there talking. I was like, now... My friend, I told, I said, now, nah, dude, that even sound right. Because for one, you know I don't even like that girl. Why would I be standing there talking to him and her? It's like, he could have done better than that one. Yeah, see, you know what, though? He, he couldn't think on his feet all that well. So he was like, he knew he had to do some damage control, but he just didn't know how to go about doing it. You know, he tried to paint right. you as bad a light as he possibly could paint you. <laughs> so that yeah, you know, when it came back. like I was, yeah, to make her feel like you know I was condoning him talking to the other girl. Boy, get out of here! Mm-hmm. Right? Oh no, I'm about to throw a wrench in this though because I've been mm-hmm. in this situation before. So you know, you have a friend of yours that you know. Let's say, for instance, you you know you you kick it with them, and they're they're, they're good friends. They they have a guy that they're dating, and the guy you know he's real cool. He's coming around all the time, you know. And y'all are friends too. Y'all y'all having to you know be friends or whatever. And you know that your girl is doing some ratchetness behind his back, you know. And he's steady. You see him stressing like, man, I don't know what to do with this girl, man. I don't, I don't understand what is she doing. I I don't know, you know. He he just completely dumbfounded, can't realize that she cheating on him or she doing all this stealing money or doing whatever it is. Do you tell him like, hey, bro, um, I think you 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 might need to like try to move on because I don't think she's good for you. So I'm friends with her? You're friends with both of them. Oh, no, I ain't getting into that. <laughs> she's like, look, 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 I ain't about to even get into it. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, I, I I've been in that position before where I mean now it's it's a tough position as a guy to be in because I had a friend of mine who you know he was pretty much uh, you know I mean he's an acquaintance now I haven't talked to him in about ten fifteen years but at the time we was running the road together so you know how that go you this your road dog you doing your thing and he had this girl. Wonderful chick, wonderful. And, you know, she'd do anything for him, just, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she would, you know, he would do some of the most ratchet stuff to this girl. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he had babies with two girls while they was supposed to be engaged. Um, yeah. He did, um, he tried to talk me into covering for him you know, at, at my place while he brought some girl to my place or whatever and all kind of, you know, just, just all kinds of craziness. And, you know, I hated the fact that she was going through that, you know, because she was cool, you know. But she'll come uh, to the house or whatever. She always would come in, bring me a drink, bring, you know, him something, you know. She'll come in and cook and all kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she came to my house just bust down crying one night. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, she just was like, you know, I'm over here because I don't know where else to go. I just uh, she just talking about dude, and you know how she, you know, can't get. He won't answer his phone. She know that he see the calls because he keep hey he even hung it up in her face and all this kind of stuff. And she don't know what to do and. You know, she just want to make sure she ain't getting messed over and all that kind of stuff. And I sat there like, should I say something? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, should I say something? Because she was real. She was real nice. Uh, I, I I didn't say anything. I didn't. Uh-huh. And to this day, I I wonder like if I should have because it ended up. Like a couple weeks later, where you know she, um, I guess, was bothering him too much, and you know she, he ended up pushing her down a flight of stairs. Say what? Yeah, you know he ended up. She was she was at the house and she was fussing about, uh, you know, the fact that he wouldn't answer his phone, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, and. He got mad and got, he was real hot tempered and he got mad and she said she was leaving. He told her, no, you ain't, you ain't leaving, you know? And when she went to go down the stairs, he pushed her down the stairs. Did she get hurt? Yeah. Broke her arm. Um, and I know something happened to her knee. Her knee was, uh, dislocated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I done put him in jail. Right, right, right. But I always think about that. Like, man, what if I would have, you know, said, "Hey, you know, you probably do need to 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 go in a different direction, you know, or whatever." But that night, I just told her, you know, "Hey, he probably, you know, just going through a lot right now or something, you know, just just yeah. you know, just be patient and all that, you know, saying covering for my boy and that happened." Yeah. So, you know, it's it's. And like I said, I feel bad. I felt bad to this day. I feel bad about it because you know, I mean, if I would have said something, maybe she wouldn't have got her arm broke. Nah, <laughs> uh, uh, that I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't go through like with the what ifs because I mean, it's every I mean, you can't prevent it. I mean, well, that's she, true. she grown, that's he true. grown, and I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first incident. You know what? I don't think it was. I really don't think it was. What's happening, my dope people? We're going to take a brief intermission, give you a chance to go get you a drink of water, get you some snacks, take a bathroom break, whatever you want to do. Hit the pause button come back we're gonna get into the second half of this dope discussion we're gonna close it out real strong for you i was friends with this with this girl and she was married and she was cheating on her husband Mm. and i felt like i felt like she had a good husband Right, right. I didn't understand, you know, why was she cheating on him? And 
you know, she was doing like real scandalous stuff. Like she would have the dude in their apartment when he wasn't there. But Ooh. when she was doing it, it was because dude she was messing with, he he was he hang he, you know, used to hang out with her brothers and stuff. So right. you know, it wasn't weird for him to come around when her brothers come around. Um so it was just looking like, you know, that's my brother's friend. Right, right. But she was really messing around with him and stuff. And so, like, years later, they they had, I guess they ran into, like, a rough patch in their marriage or whatever. And, like, the tables turned. Then he started cheating. Ugh. And she couldn't take it. <laughs> I think she she came to my house one time, like really upset, crying, you know, saying how he was mistreating her and how he was having his woman pick him up in front of the house. And he was getting in the car, driving off with the woman and all this stuff. And oh, she was wow. Like, right. And she was like, you know, I really can't stay there no more. I need a you know, I want to see if I could come stay with you for a couple of weeks until I find somewhere. And I'm like. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that because I had already had a couple of bad experiences, and I just figured to myself, um, I really can't be roommates with another woman. It's just not good for me. Um, oh. I don't right. I don't do well with sharing spaces with other women because. You know, back then I was very like OCD and regimented. Yeah, and I like my house a certain way. I like my kitchen Ooh, a certain. Oh my way. goodness! I... When it's two women in the household, you know it don't work out for me good. So right, right. I just so had I the told, same conversation. Right, and I told her I said, you know, I I I really value our friendship. And I want to keep our friendship. And I know if we live together, we're not going to be friends no more. Right. I'm, I just can't let you do that. So, and then on, uh, and on, then on the other hand, as she was telling me the story, and I'm thinking back in my mind, like, but you cheated on him first. So I'm not really that, you know, I'm not really that sympathetic towards your situation because, I remember when he was being good to you and you was cheating on the man and having men in his house and all of that stuff. So now the tables turn. I mean, I need you. You need to deal with it. Right. You know, so I called I called uh, uh, her husband on the phone and I was like, because I was like, maybe y'all could work it out. Won't you get, you know, won't you talk to him? She was like, he ain't going to talk to me. I said, I'm, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him for you because you can't stay here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I got him the same way. Right. I got him on the phone and you know, he went to telling me some stuff on the phone and I was like, I mean, I I can't even really be mad at you. He was like, ask her what she was doing. Cause he had went to jail for a little while. She was like, Ask her about all the money I was sending home when I was in jail and how she spent it with that other dude. And I was like, ooh. Wait, he was sending money home from jail? Yeah. 
So, <laughs> and, and while he was in jail, How you- the money he was sending home, she was spending it with her other dude. Wait, so when you're in jail, yeah, you, you can be, you, yeah, because they have like this work thing, this work program, right? But you're not making like, like rent money, you know. Right. <laughs> you but making- the living- and that that was even worse because whatever right. little money he right. was home for you, he was expecting that when he get out, that money was gonna be saved up for right. him. Right, right. Cause it ain't like he could use it while he in there, so he just sending it to save it. Man, when I got out of jail, I'd be going right back. <laughs> right back. They might as well do a round trip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they might as well set my Uber like, okay, I'm gonna pay you this, <laughs> right back. <laughs> well, the more he was telling me his side, the more I was like, man, I, I just, I don't feel sorry for you because you did this dude wrong. Right. I mean, I'm all right. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If you do somebody wrong in a relationship and they've been nothing but good to you. I don't feel bad for you when it come back. Right. Because I mean, at the same time, you, you golly, I look, I'm, I'm mad for the dude. I don't even know. The dude. <laughs> oh, because like I said, it ain't like you making rent money. It ain't like you sitting there, you know what I'm saying? Working at a call center, neither. You busting your butt. To make some right. bread and then you sending it home and you mean this heifer spent it on the other oh oh yeah I'd be going right back to jail right yeah. back <laughs> and I'm I'm like so you over here crying to me trying to make me feel sorry for you when you had a good man wow I can't help you wow Right, you know, and that then you be wanting to like you want to tell him, but you know, did so did you end up telling him like? Oh no, I never. I told him nothing because he he figured it out for himself. Right, so right, I never, right. I had to tell him nothing. You know, I mean, well, that was that was fortunate, you know, because I mean, I'm gonna say it like this. Like I said, she she now, I'm interested in knowing. So, how hard did he kick her? In the tail, <laughs> like, 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 it wasn't like a field goal, was a 65 yarder. Was it? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, she she was acting like she was so hurt because he had a woman pulling up in front of the house and picking him up. I'm like, girl, you had a man in his house, right. She lucky, you know what? You know, I, at first I was about to say, yeah, you don't never do that in a relationship, man. Don't be flaunting, you know, if you got a, uh, a significant other and you cheating, don't, you know, pulling on stuff like that with a girl picking you up from the You know what? In this case, <laughs> I would say she was lucky. That was the that was the least that was the, the <laughs> least he could have did. Because he really, oh, man, oh. Oh, that made me sick to my stomach. I may have to throw up later. (laughs) Oh, just because I could, you know why? Because you sit there and you you put yourself in his position. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in the position where 
you already locked up. You know what I'm saying? You locked up, you 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 know, you going through it. You can't be, you know, with your significant other at night, or you can't be around your people. You already, you know, lonely, you sitting there, you know, you oh, that's all you can think about, man. I can't wait to get home to my girl. So much so that you saying, girl, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and send this bread home to you. I'm gonna work, you know, make sure you put that bread up. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna do it big when I get home, you know, build something. You know, maybe we'll, you know, I mean, it ain't gonna be enough to buy a house, but maybe we can start with a down payment or something, you know, man. We could, you know, get that thing together and do our, you know, do it big. You know, just because I'm in jail don't mean I can't support you. Bruh. Yeah. And then I get out and she got ahead. And, and then, you know, the streets talk too. The streets talk. Oh. They okay, told yes. him. Exactly. They told him. Oh, yeah. You know? That's how he knew. Because, mm-hmm, you know, my, my brother used to uh, used to be on the road. And they he found out his girl was cheating from, from just some random dude in the neighborhood. Hey, man, I saw another dude driving your car, bro. You know, wow. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the, streets, the streets talk. I know they was telling him. He probably was sitting in jail. They was telling him. Hey, your your girl, bro. She got a whole yeah. dude in the house. Yep, bro. Really? Yeah, bro. Really? You know what I'm saying? And people ain't gonna just come tell you some stuff like that. You like what? And don't. And that's just, that's got to be a horrible feeling. That's gotta be because you can't you do nothing, about, nothing it. about it. You locked up, right? You know, and then, like I said, you thinking to yourself, I'm sending money home so that we could make a better, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that he thought about that while he was locked up, I I, I give kudos to him. But then... That's what drive you crazy in there. Oh, I would have been, yeah, I would have lost it. Like I said, I would have been going right back to jail. They would have been... They be thinking that solitary confinement be driving me crazy, but... If you in there and you know the world is going on without you and your wife or your your woman has left you and they moving on with their life, <laughs> right. that's going to drive you crazy while you in there. Right, because you don't know what's happening. That's You know what? Solitary confinement in itself is, is bad. But to be honest, it ain't even got to be solitary confinement. You sitting in the in the, you locked up every night and you just sitting about thinking about the fact that I don't know what's happening in my own house right now because I'm locked up here, you know. My girl right. could be with some other guy. He could be, but you know. And then, oh, and then her been amping my head up. I can't wait for you to get home, babe. Oh no, you better hope I don't get home soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Golly, yeah, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cry when I get in the car. I mean, <laughs> golly, man, yeah, I would be, I would definitely be in a bad mood at that point. I, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't blame. You know what? I, I, I was gonna say that, you know, um. You know that 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 you know, like I said, it's a uh, it's one of those things where you don't supposed to do bad by somebody, regardless of whether they did bad to you. But, bro, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, bro, no, no, no. Let's get yeah. to the next topic because I feel like I'm gonna be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah, so, yeah. 
We're on to our next topic because Gator getting all sensitive. He's going to All the men who listened to this, put yourself in that thought. Put yourself in that position. Put yourself in the position where your girl got some other thing. You busting your butt in the jailhouse yard. And you, sending, <laughs> and you sending money home thinking, my girl, my ace boom coon, my ride or die, gonna put the money up. And then when I get home, we're putting a down payment on a house. We gonna do it big. We do, I'm, I'm, I'm in the yard because you ain't got no easy work in jail. You pressing license plates and you hammering stuff. You like, <laughs> but, I, but I get my little piece of check and I'm sending my little piece of check to you. Back home in the free world, so you can have a little bread, and then come to find out you got a whole nother dude in the bed that you were sleeping in. Oh, going right back to jail. Then the funny thing about it was, as he was talking to me on the phone and telling me this stuff, you know how when somebody tell you something and you get that little facial expression, like, oh, so she saw. She saw my facial expressions and she was like, what are you saying? What are you saying? Hang <laughs> up. I'm like, uh-huh. You don't want me to talk to him because you know what he's telling me. Right. Right. <laughs> my yeah, yeah your, little, your little sob story falling all apart. Right, 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 right. And my partner said, yeah, it'd be 20 more years. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much I don't know if it'd be 20 years but I'll tell you this much it would be a field goal because I would <laughs> tail I would I would line that one up perfect <laughs> she would get a swift kick for real but yeah let's get to the next topic because I, I like I said I, I, oh lord I feel my spirit lord have mercy <laughs> all, all, all right, dope discussion listeners. So we on to our next topic. We're gonna talk about college, college, college. We want to talk about in this day and age. We know back in the day, you know, the the ultimate goal for your parents was for you to go to college and graduate, get a degree, and get a good job, get a good career, be successful. Right. But in these days and times. Is college really linked to a higher level of success or is it putting us further in debt? That's what mm. we want to talk about. Mm. Yeah, Me personally, I, I feel like <sighs> so much pressure is put on people to go to college, you know, to get to be successful in life. And I know so many people who have those college degrees. They're not working in the field that they graduated in. Yep, yep. Can't find a job in their field. So they have to take a job wherever they can get one because now they're in debt and they got to pay those student loans back. They can only get those loans deferred for so long. Right, right. They want that money back. And so if you didn't even get a job in your field, you're still obligated to pay that money back. Right. I feel like it's really a setup because when I, I remember as a college student being on the college campus, green and dumb as I don't know what, <laughs> um, never really been in, you know, out in the world, um, had no kind of, uh, 
you know, uh, work history or anything like that. And I remember Discover Card being set up on the college campus and signing us up for co- mm-hmm. for cards. Right. And we didn't have to show proof of income. Mm. They was like so, free money. Right. <laughs> right. And then when I became an adult with a job in the workforce, proof of income, I couldn't get a Discover Card. Right. So, what type of sense do that make? Yeah, it's like, set up. You give me a thousand dollar credit limit when I can't show you or prove to you that I can pay it back. But now that I can't pay it, I can't get it. Right, right. It's a setup. That's how they do. That's how I mean. You know, they got me the same thing. Got me with the okie doke, and I sat there like, oh man, this is because you know you're a college student, you struggling, you know you you know, doing your ramen noodle thing and you, you know, it can't do much more than that. You know, then somebody come and say, well, I've got a way to where you can get pizza. Ooh, pizza. That's different. How much? Um, you just have to pay this minimum monthly fee. Oh, okay. Got it. Now I'm going to pay the minimum monthly fee and I ain't got no job, but okay, let's go. Right, right. For these cards, and you sit there. I'm about to go here. I'm about to go there. I'm about to get fresh. I'm about to do all this kind of stuff with this card, and then they they show you that bill, and you're like, oh man, I can't pay no more than twenty five dollars, and I only got twenty five dollars more credit on here. What am I gonna do? And you put yourself right back in that position. Well, I can't do nothing else with this card. Well, I'm gonna pay twenty five dollars. I ain't got no job. So guess what you do? You stop paying on the card. Next thing you know, you're in debt. And these people are coming after you 10 years later about a card that you signed up for on impulse when you was 18 years old and very impressionable and hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all I was thinking. I'm like, I'm on college campus. I don't really have no money coming in. And I guess I can, you know, charge this when I need some little things. And, and right. at that time it was crazy because I had a thousand dollar credit limit, but it was only a $10 a month. Uh, mm. to pay. Mm. But, but I think it went up as as you as you as you yeah. charge more, it the does. monthly pay go up. So I tried to keep it real low so my payment would only be like ten dollars a month. Right, right. It, it it does go up. You know, see a lot of and and see somewhere like Southern, I've I know so many people who went to Southern who went through this. Some of them uh, at LSU too, but more that went to Southern. Because you know how it's that yard life. When you go out yeah. there, you got to look good when you're going, you know what I'm saying, uh, through the uh, through the union and all that kind of stuff. Man, let me go pick up some Jabol. Just back with Jabol's this time. Let me go <laughs> pick up some Jabol, get fresh on them right quick. You know, get out there and act something out there. You know? Yeah. Then after the beginning of the semester, you ain't got no more money. So you know what happens the next semester? Them same people be out there, but it don't be Discover, it be Capital One. Or it be mm-hmm. American Express. Oh, well, we got this card. And then you know what you think? Oh, I can do what I did last year. And just right. go there and get fresh. And it, it, it be that endless cycle. You know, you sitting there, you like I say, before you know it, you done got yourself in debt and you trying to figure out what the hell just happened. But to your point about the degrees themselves, I think in a way, we live in a society where those degrees don't necessarily mean 
as much in your chosen field anymore. Half the people that I know that work at like a Home Depot or whatever, you know, in business administration and all that kind of stuff, they was majoring in other stuff. You know, they just happened to be, you know, in that call center environment or whatever. And then they got moved up because they had that piece of paper. That piece of paper had nothing to do with what the job that they were doing. They working outside of their field. But just because they had that piece of paper, they were able to move up and promote them. But to be honest, half the stuff that a lot of these college graduates are doing right now is stuff that you could learn in a three day course. You know, and you don't have to go to college for it. You just spent four years you know, learning something about your field and you working in something that's completely outside of your field that the next person who ain't got no degree could get trained on and do just as well as you doing. So you have to start asking the question, is it even worth putting yourself in debt? Because guess what? Sally May, Sally May is going to get his or hers, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. won't get theirs. So, you know, and I, I was blessed enough and cursed enough to when, you know, when I first went to, to college, it was like, you know, I did have some scholarships, you know, but I had friends of mine who to this day, I have I have a partner of mine, he went for six years uh, to LSU and he graduated with a degree in mechanical, not, not mechanical engineering, um, mechanical something it's not engineering but it was kind of so somewhat in that field um but he to this he doesn't work in his field he got a job at some call center and he became a manager there and he ended up moving to a different call center for more money he's like an operations manager you know and he's making like i think like 70 80,000 a year which is good but mm-hmm. there's nowhere near what his field was. And he could have, I have another partner that came in with him. He doesn't have no degree, you know? Uh, and he, and no, no, that's not true. He did have a degree, but he got like a degree from like Delta Community College. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know, is they, he's, another, he's the other operations manager at that company. So that being said, my partner it still has like a like somewhere around two hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't imagine. And that, I mean, that's he could be buying a house, right? Right. You know, and you know why he has so much? Because he was making, he couldn't find a job in the field that he had because guess what? They want somebody who has experience. They don't want nobody who had, just has the degree. They want somebody who has experience too. How are you going to get experience Isn't coming straight dumb? out of college? Exactly. Isn't that the dumbest thing yeah. ever? Like, yeah. I graduate with this degree and now you won't give me a job because I haven't worked in any field in this job in this field yet. But how am I going to get the experience if nobody right. will give me a job? Right. They won't give you the job. So you sit there, you sit on this degree that you have paid. Like my, my partner, he actually, I think the, the courses and all that kind of stuff, I think it added up to being like $120,000 or something like that, like $130,000. The, the rest of it is from like deferment fees or something that he was telling. He, he explained it to me, but I know he said like it's almost $200,000. You know, he had to defer and defer and defer because he wasn't making enough money as a call center uh, uh, person to do it. Then, of course, guess what happens when you get out of college? Life happens. 
So not only exactly. do you have to pay Sally Mae, you got to pay your rent. You got to buy food. You got to, and heaven forbid, you decide that, oh my gosh, I want to marry this person and have kids or whatever. Next thing you know, you get, and that's like him. Right now, he's married. He has a beautiful uh, six-year-old. But he's got so much student loan debt. You know and that's saying? the crazy thing. That's the, like, the, that is, that's the shackles yeah. that governments put around your neck because you can't even discharge that that debt in a bankruptcy. You're with that debt stays with you for the rest of your life. Right, right. You can't discharge it no more. You can't, you know, that's that's and, and ain't that something? See, that tells you how all this stuff is so government-based. There's only two things in the world that you cannot declare on bankruptcy. Your IRS stuff and your student loan stuff. And I really believe it's systematically set up that way yeah. for them to make sure they keep uh, a steady flow of people in the workforce. Right. Because if we, if we give you loans to go to college, but then you can never get a job in your field, you're going to have to work somewhere to pay us back. Right. So we got you. We got you. You can't not work. Right. You because can't you not work. work. You know, and, and then here's the crazy part. Try not paying them people and try not, you know, try to defer. And guess what's going to end up? <laughs> I think they got so many years that you can defer before they can start garnishing you. They just like, you know what? Let's go ahead and garnish you. And guess what? Oh. They go garnish you. You can't. You can't declare bankruptcy to get rid of no garnishment because guess what? They still coming. They got me. They got me. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of student loans, but I had some. But um, I was working at Walmart. They took my um, they took my income tax returns two years in a row, and they were garnishing wow. my wages at Walmart. Wow! Until they got wow. all of their. See, that's 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 craziness. That's crazy. And then it goes to what you were saying. Like, why? I mean, my partner, the, the, the same guy who has all that student loan debt, he's an operations manager. The other operations manager, the other guy, we worked all together, too. Like I said, he had a degree from Delta Community College, and he didn't pay much for it. I think his degree was all together was like $4,000, and it was only like a two-year degree in, like, I think, business administration or something. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I recommend. That's what I recommend. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it, even, as a, even as a teenager graduating high school and getting ready to go in college, I just, I didn't, un, I, it didn't make sense to me because in my mind, I knew where I wanted to go. And I felt like college was the long way around right. to get where to go it's like why can't i just start working in the field that i want to and learn it and be because i'm a hands-on type of person right i don't feel in like theory i'm like i need to be doing it doing it doing it over and over again until i learn it so why am i learning all this other stuff that has nothing to do with what i need to do right and you know what's sad about that half the stuff that people do on jobs today they can google they could go on YouTube and take a tutorial. 
and exactly. and and go do perform that job just as well as this person who spent three four years trying to get a degree to learn how to do what they did. Yeah, I believe it was. We need more skills training. Right. We need people who can go and get a certification or a license in a skill and make money off of it. And most people who go get those certified certifications and licenses make more money than people with college degrees. Right. And that's, and that's the thing about it. Certifications actually will garner you more you know, um, and more jobs and more job interest than you will if you have a degree. Because, like you said, any all these jobs that ask you to have a degree, half of them want you to have experience too. And if you ain't got no experience, then how you gonna get that job? So you get that certification. Them people, all they looking for most of those types of jobs, they looking to see if you're certified in this certain thing. If you're certified, we'll come on board. Let's get it. You know. So I think, especially I think in like the the black community, huh? I think it's a very flawed system, but I think there's there's two different there's two different systems too, because yeah. the more elite the more elite college system um, doesn't work that way, because um, I I know for a fact that the more elite college system they teach a whole different type of curriculum to their students, and they actually teach their students how to be entrepreneurs and business owners. Yeah. And um, our college system is teaching us how to be workers for them. Right. My uncle told me a long time ago, he said, you know, if you're going to go to college, go to college to, you know, make sure that you are owning your business. He's like, you don't go to college so that you can learn to go work for somebody else. You go to college so that you can learn to build your own business. And right. he's like, that's the failing of a lot of students these days is that they go into college thinking they're going to go in, get the skills they need to go get this good paying job. But in actuality, college is supposed to be used so that you can learn how to develop your own business. Um, that being said, there are certain things, there's a lot of things that the college curriculums offer that have nothing to do with starting your own business. Nothing at all. Make it easy. And I I, I think it's such an insult when I see um, people advertising jobs and saying that um, you need to have an associate's degree or a master's or a bachelor's Mm -hmm. and they're paying $20 an hour. Right. Right. So I mean that paper to get twenty dollars, I get that without it. Right. Right. And that's and that's what's so crazy is that you don't need it now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like you back to your point as far as the you know the fact that should you go to college? I feel like if you are trying to start a business, if you're trying to get the skills that are necessary to start a business. Yes, because if you're trying to be, uh, you know, a teacher, a nurse or anything like that, guess what? There are certifications to where you ain't got to go to a four year college. You can just mm-hmm. take those certifications and work in that field. And guess what? Make just as much money as the person who sat there in nursing school for five years or, or right. two, three years. I should say I you know? the people who are the people who have jobs where it's like you hold life and death in people's hands, then I think, yeah, you need the eight, nine, ten years of college. You should. Gonna 
you heart surgery. <laughs> you're going to be opening up people's bodies right. and saving lives in that way. Then yeah, the the schooling is for you. Right. If you're going to be a lawyer or a judge, you know you you got to you got to go through extensive. You got to learn all the information about all the laws and all right. the statutes. So yeah. I think college is for those type of people, right. but people just going out into the workforce and performing jobs that you can actually learn, like with on the job training, you should not have to go through four years of college and come out in debt to go do that job. Right. And not just a little bit of debt. You know what I'm saying? These loans, they have interest on them and all that kind of stuff that they give and they, and they're, then they coming for their money. They, they not. They oh, not. oh yeah, they like a, they like a, a, a legalized loan shark. Yeah, they really are. You don't have my money, okay? Well, give me one of your legs. Exactly. You know, and, and you know the, the sad part about it is that this conversation that we're having right now doesn't happen enough in our community. Um, I remember, you know, back in the day when they used to push. Um, the vocational schools, and then, and they used to push it a lot in the African American community. And I remember a lot of black people getting upset about that because they was like, "We should be pushing our kids to go to college because they had that exactly. they had that antiquated idea that college automatically means they're gonna make more money." But in the real world, that's not the case. You could go get certified to be a welder and be making seventy thousand dollars a year doing welding or whatever, and making more than this guy who just spent five years in college for a business admin position and he still working in the call center somewhere. Right. But to be honest with you, the reason why we started thinking like that is because we're always trying to figure out uh, how to measure up and be uh, more like the white man. Well, yeah. oh, if, yeah. if they're sending their kids to college, then why we, we should be yeah. our kids to college. Right. Right. Everything you don't have to follow everything somebody else do because it ain't always good. You know they say, um, be careful when when following the masses because sometimes the M may be silent. Exactly. Exactly. I think. Um. Did you did you see the uh, revolt summit uh, a couple of months ago with uh, Killer Mike and them? I think I saw some of it. The clips. I know that there was the big clip where Killer Mike was um, was kind of, I guess, protecting Candace Owen and some stuff that was going on. He made a point uh, when they asked him, when was America great? And he was like, yeah, America was great like 1870s. And it's like, at least for black Americans. And the reason why was because at that moment in time, when the slaves were, fle- were freed, Black people were the only skilled labor that was out there. Right. So they right. got all of these jobs. They got all these these labor positions that were available. And they they reinvested, a lot of them reinvested in their communities. They started building things because guess what? They were the only, you know, workforce that there was. I think we started like you to, to what you were saying. I think we started thinking well, why we got to break our back to have to work? We could, you know, send our kids to college and our kids could be educated and they could do stuff like some white people do. And I think it became kind of a, a a stigma almost. Like if we don't go to college, then it's a problem. But like I said, to be honest, you know, 
my my uh, my grandfather was a cement finisher. That was one of those things that you know paid a good bit of money back in the day. There's a lot of people, especially in Louisiana, that do a lot of plant work. Like I say, you got welders, you got you know uh, maintenance people, you know technicians and things like that who they didn't go to college, they didn't have a four year degree, but some of these people making you know seventy, eighty, up to a hundred thousand dollars a year in their chosen positions, you know, and don't have and and you know, don't have necessarily all of the tools that other people would be looking at saying, oh, well, you know, he's not college educated. No, he's not. He got a certification that he got like 10, 15 years ago, but he was able to take that certification and flip it into a job where he's making almost six figures. I think that in our community, it's important to realize that we don't necessarily need to put ourselves in debt to excel and to make more money, you know, that's I think that's the feeling we always have. We have to go get these student loans because if we don't get these student loans, then you know we can't go to college, and if we can't go to college, then we can't get a good paying job. That's not true, not at all. You'd be like my partner. He got a like I say six years of school, got a, a, a mechanical something degree. I can't even name the degree. That's how important it was. <laughs> That's how important it was. I can't even name the degree. When got that degree, now you're paying almost $200,000 in student debt. Or you'd be like the guy who paid that you know, certification for welding. As a matter of fact, a lot of the places that back home in Louisiana, you go and sign up with the company, you get hired, and they pay for your school for free. And then you get in there, yeah. you, you become a welder or whatever. You know? So, no, I think it is a trap. I think college now is a trap and i think it's just because we feel like it's a status thing like oh well you know my kids went to college and all that kind of stuff and and to be honest they don't necessarily have to do that in order to be successful right Right. and then uh we gotta stop getting caught up in these titles yeah yes simple because it means absolutely nothing if it's not taking care of your family right um and I remember I went through many years of feeling, you know, feeling like a failure and feeling less valuable because I didn't finish college. Right. But once I figured out that most of the people who actually did finish and get those degrees, we're still in the same income bracket. Right. Right. We're still we're still all struggling. Right. There's they. <laughs> They're just in more debt than I am because they went on and got more loans than I got. Exactly. You know, because now you you see situations like that. And then you look at um, the little situation that happened with um, with uh, Robert Smith um, last year, where he paid off all of those Morehouse students um, tuitions, paid off their student loans. Mm -hmm. Those student loans are crippling. And that's what oh, yeah. that's what one of the um the students was saying. He was like, you know, graduation was a happy day, but then it was also a day that I dreaded because I knew that right. I was gonna have to go into the world already right. in a hole. And right. I didn't know how I was gonna get out of this hole. And I wasn't the only one that felt that way. And he was like, the fact that they paid off our tuition made me, you know, look at life a lot more pleasingly. I mean, he's like, you know. Because now the world is at your feet. The world is your oyster because you don't have the shackles 
of Sally Mae around your neck. Right. You know, and you, you can you can look at it and be like, okay, I can start now. I can actually start. Right. Half the people, when they graduate, that's when they get into the hole. You know, your graduation, exactly. you start 10 feet down. And because now, once I graduate, I don't have no debt. If I have to do a few internships where I don't get paid a whole lot of money right. so I can get my experience, right. I can do that because I'm not worrying about paying back this loan. Right, right. And you just made a good point right there. When you are in a position where you get out of out of school and you know you got to start paying these debts, you can't do those internships. And that's how you do get that experience. A lot of these, this experience that these jobs look for, they come basically right. for free. Dang near. You right. don't get paid right. for those internships. Some don't get paid at all for internships. But it's something right. that you have to do in order to get experience in the, in your field. You know, and right. these people can actually hire you for the degree, you know, that you were meant to, I mean, that the, for the job that you went and got your degree for. So right. if you already starting off in a hole and you sitting there like, okay, um, I want to take this internship, but man, I got rent to pay. I got right. rent. I got Sally May to pay. I got, I got to do something that's going to make money, you know? Right. And then you go put off that internship. You're not going to have experience. The next thing you know, five years have passed. You're sitting, like I said, a lot of times. in a still at the same job. You right. still at that same job that you've got to pay Sally Maybach. I have a friend who um, was working at a uh, at a when I was working at Walmart. I worked at Walmart what 10, 10 11 years? No, longer than that. Um, when I left, wait, I think when I was still there, she graduated, got her degree, and went right back to Walmart. And still, and been there ever since. Mm. Mm. And that's and, that, and you know what stuff like that is depressing, because mm-hmm. you you think about the fact that these people have worked so hard to get that degree, to get that piece of paper, but they worked hard to get that piece of paper for what? Exactly. To go right back to where they was without that piece of paper. You know, they might as well not even have got it. Why you spent all your time and your energy, aged yourself 10 years trying to get a degree when you're going to be sitting up there at Walmart anyway in 10 years? <laughs> you know? I mean, and it's sad, but it's, it happens every day. Every day we deal with it. That's why I respect the Robert Smiths of the world who look at a situation like that and say, you know what? We need to give our young people more of a chance. I wish that a lot of these guys in... They always talk about change, especially like in the NBA and the NFL and all these places like that. You know who really made some change? Robert Smith really made some change that day. He said, I'm going to pay all of these students tuitions because that gives all of these these students a head start in life. That means yeah. all of these students can get out there and get their life started and really make an impact on the world instead of paying Sally Mae first, then allowing themselves to make an impact. I wish a lot of these NFL players would be like, you know what? Why don't we just go? Because, I mean, you look at somebody like, a, you know, had to bring him up again, like Antonio Brown, where, you know, he, he lost $2.2 million because he couldn't tweet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, you know, right. he took that $22 million and paid off 50 to 100 people's uh, scholarships 
or right. through the laws or whatever. And that may not seem like a lot, but what if every NFL player? Yeah. I mean, the, the the next the next U.S. president might have been in that group. Exactly. exactly. You never know. Exactly. And you know what? He might have been the U.S. president, but he had to pay Sally May back, so he over there working at Baskin Robbins. Right, you know he can't. He can't even afford to do his internship uh, at the at the law office because he's sitting there. Have to. He got to pay bills. You know, I can't afford I, to do no intern. I don't know. I don't understand why. Why the education system is why? Why is it so expensive to get an education and to 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 prove that you're uh, better than other people who don't have when most of the millionaires, trillionaires, billionaires in this world have no kind of degrees. Right. You know why? You know why it costs so much? And I, I learned this uh, recently here. One of those times I was reading. So <laughs> apparently back in the day, tuition didn't cost as much. It was one of those things where it was like, you're going to go to college, you go to a four-year college, it may cost you a couple thousand dollars, but, you know, you're going to, you know, get your degree and you'll be able to pay that back pretty quick or whatever. Uh, matter of fact, degrees were so cheap that most people were able to, you know, pay for it up front. Right. So what happened was Sally May. So when the government decided that we're going to start issuing student loans for people, the schools decided, well, hey, this means that we're going to get money guaranteed up front. So mm -hmm. we don't have to be competitive with our tuitions to bring in students because Sally Mae is going to pay us up front. So that means that any cost that we have, we can tack on, you know, whether it be maintenance costs, whether it be, you know, bring in more teachers, whether it be all that. We can put all those things into the actual tuition because we're going to get paid up front for it anyway. So that's how they end up making their money. They were able to sit there and escalate their, their prices and jack their prices up because they knew they were going to get paid for it out front by Sally Mae. So basically, it's almost like they were getting guaranteed money. Now, instead of having to be competitive with their tuitions, because back in the day, if your tuition wasn't competitive, then people just wouldn't go. But now, yeah. guess what? Sally Mae will pay for your tuition. So you don't have to be as competitive with your tuition. You could just say, oh, I could charge $50,000 for this particular degree. And guess what? Sally Mae going to pay that $50,000 because they know you're going to have to pay it back. So right. that's why that's how it started. I think that was sometime, if I can remember the reading correctly, it was sometime in the 50s and 60s where a lot of those programs started to be implemented where, you know, it was a almost like a concerted effort by, you know, most colleges and everything to start raising their tuition rates. Now it's completely out of control. I think I read a stat where it said the that, you know, Including inflation, the college tuition rate last year in 2019, well, 2018 then, because I read this in 2019, the, the, the rate in 2018 is 400 times higher than it was 30 years ago. Wow. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and this is including inflation. <laughs> That's 
That's man. They man. Look, we getting jacked. We getting jacked. Exactly. We getting. Somewhere along the way, it got twisted. They figured out a way to to jack people up and set them up, trap them into be being um to getting out into the workforce earlier, and um and staying longer. Right. Right. As long as you owe us. You can work for us. Right. And that's another trap that a lot of students get caught up in is, oh, well, I'm going to change my major. And and don't get me wrong. It's cool if you feel like what you're in school for is, you know, that I don't really like that so much. That's fine. It's okay to change your major. But when these people are sitting in school for like six years, seven years, all that that is is you just paying more money. You just adding on to that loan debt. Yeah, some people are actually professional students. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they, they 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 continue to just keep going back to school for this and that. I want to get this. I want to get that. And I think it's 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 really like a fear of. So when I actually get out of school, what do I do now? Right, right, right. Because then then they're lost. Because it's like I've right. been in school so long, I don't know how to actually function on a job. Right. You know, right. like you say, exactly. some of these people are professional students. Like they they get that little. Uh, this is another trap, especially you know in the African American community. They get that that student loan and they get that little ball out payment. That little overpayment that they get, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna ball out with this little overpayment or whatever." That, and they, that's like their income tax. They they look at that like income tax. Right. Time. Right. They sit there, they ball out with that. They ain't got to work. You know what I'm saying? They get that, they ain't got to work that semester. You do that, so they ain't got no RA jobs. They ain't got none of that stuff. So then when it comes time to actually get in the workforce, they don't know how to function on a job. And they I'm end up going into I sure hate to tell y'all, if you're living off your student loans, uh, Sally May going to get back that t- times 10. Right. Exactly. It ain't worth it, Miss Celie. It ain't worth it. Right. It's, it's really not. <laughs> it's really not because they're going to get this and you're going to end up in a scenario where you're going to be looking at, okay, do I pay off my student loan or, you know, should I put in, you know, a savings account for my, my kids to go to college? And then you're going to be like, well, I guess they're going to have to get student loans like I do. And then it becomes a cycle. You know, you know, you can't put aside, you know, for your kids to go to college because you got to pay off your student loans. You ain't paying for you to get out of college yet. <laughs> yes. Well, dope discussion, listeners. I hope you enjoyed our discussion tonight. I thoroughly enjoyed both topics. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I, I think you know if. If you feel the same way we feel, or if you totally disagree with us, leave us some comments, leave us some feedback, send us some voice messages. Um, you can contact us on our social media platforms. Um, I am on Instagram. It's eclass100. That's e underscore class 100. Or you can find me on Facebook, mm-hmm. Erica Warren. Also find me on my author's page, which is Arthur Erica Warren. I have a Twitter, but I'm not really active on Twitter. Nobody and is I that I know. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I can't get into Twitter because everybody's names on Twitter is not their real name. So I don't right. know who I'm connected with. I don't know how to find the people that I really know. Right. Um, I ha- I just recently started up a LinkedIn page. I'm not really connected on there either. I got to work on it to get the following up over there. Um, but you can, you can, you can always find me on Facebook or Instagram. Gator Live, tell them where they can find you at. Well, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at uh, Gator Live underscore down five. So uh, if you're looking for me, you can find me there. Of course, you can find me on Facebook. You know, I'm under George Livis. Um, I'm probably about to change that to George Gator Livis, you know, or whatever. I'm trying to make myself like basically the same name under every platform. So, you know, you'll, you'll know, Oh, I'll just look for Gator live. And he'll be there. <laughs> right. Right, um, right. Definitely want to catch us on the down five podcast available on anchor, by the way, we should have our uh, show from yesterday uploaded soon. Um, and, that's about it right now. Although we are working on getting our YouTube stuff together, getting a little bit of a YouTube presence going. Uh, don't have a Twitter right now, but I did get my TikTok going. So I saw that. Uh, that was pretty cool. So what is TikTok? Yeah, TikTok is basically like another social media platform. It, it reminds me a lot of like Vine, where you can kind of take videos. The difference is that on TikTok, it gives you a bunch of different effects and uh, it's like an effects template and everything that you can use. Uh, you can kind of edit your videos. Um, you can record it in different segments, time out and do all kinds of craziness with it. I, I've just started kind of messing with it a little bit, so I didn't go all out with it. Um, the one video that I did, well, it took me probably about, you know, maybe 10 minutes or so to, to edit it. Um, but you know, it was it was cool. You know, I mean, and that was my first time being on it. So hopefully, I'll get better at it, more efficient at it, so I can teach the world how to TikTok. They got a lot of celebrities that are starting to get into that whole thing. Basically, everybody getting bored with Instagram and Twitter, so they decide, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and do some TikTok stuff now. So, um, but yeah, I like it. I, I do like it. We hope to, you know, kind of put a presence out there with the Down Five Podcast on that. So it'll be fun. You know, you should get on there. You should try it. I think you would like it. I'm going to try it out. Well, listeners, if if y'all liked our episode and if you like our content, I want you to just spread the word. I want you to share, share, share. Tell everybody about Dope Discussions. Tell everybody about the Down 5 Podcast. Um, We're going to try to blow this thing up. You know, once we get big enough, we might we might have to get our assistance to do our TikTok videos, you know. Right, exactly. To- we need we need some assistance around here. We need a few people that go get in here and be like, you know, we need we need to get a beautician over there at Erica House, make sure she all jazzed up and everything so she can do the lives and all that kind of stuff. You know? Cause she be chilling hey, y'all- lives because she be like, Oh, I'll be looking bad now, girl. We'll cut it out. I actually went live tonight. I did. Oh, you did? Why you ain't tell me? I could have. We could have did a simul live. <laughs> I did. I went live, so it's it's. I didn't do the whole episode, but I went live for maybe like the first half, so um, some of my people get to see me, and I think that's also gonna drive more people to go listen to the podcast when we do lives, and they kind of hear what the content is gonna be, but you don't give them all of it. 
you just let them hear some of them, then cut it off. Like you want to hear the rest, you got to go listen to the podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's and that's probably what we're, we we've been talking about that me and DJ a lot uh, as far as like how we're going to handle um, doing the lives and everything going forward. Because one of the things that we want to start doing is kind of changing platforms a little bit. And I think I had talked about uh, talked to you about that before. Trying to jump over to YouTube and trying to get a little bit more because just because the analytics are better. Um, Right. And we feel like, you know, doing the lives is great and it's fun to do them, but we want to try to set up, set it up on like a different platform and then drive more people to actually listening with YouTube, you know, they get the same analytics, whether or not they tuning in live or they, you know, listening to a recording. So, you know, yeah, you, know, y'all can actually, you can actually do live videos on YouTube, right? Right. You know, now you have to have like 100 subscribers. So that's going to be our next competition that we're going to be doing. You know, we're going to be giving away money to go to go uh, subscribe on <laughs> YouTube. You say you got to have 100 subscribers to go live? I believe you do, if I'm not mistaken. No, you don't. No, you don't. You know, oh, oh, you don't. Oh, don't, don't tell us that. We'll be then we'll be jumped on there and been like, look. No, I don't, I don't, I don't went live on YouTube before just to test it out. And I was. Oh, I was lying. I don't know why we got that that we had to do hundred. Maybe it's something else that 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 we were listening to that that was telling us that. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to experiment with that a little bit and see if we could do because we may actually now we got a good Facebook following live, but maybe if we could push everybody to come over to the YouTube, <laughs> you know, then we can run it like that. So that's that's good to know. We have to play with that a little bit tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dope Discussion listeners, thank y'all so much for hanging out with us again on this awesome Sunday evening. And we're going to be out. Until next time. Until next time. Peace out. Later, people.